Milano's pizza. That sounds really good. I'm not going to lie. Smaya, since I've been on the diet, I've been thinking about food so much. But uh, I keep thinking back to when we talked about, like, I'm going to head up to Ottawa. We're going to do the makeover thing. We have to do the thing where, like, I walk out of the dressing room and you, like... <laughs> but... <laughs> videotape it. I'll do a whole montage. Yes. We're going to need a montage. I've never gone for like fancy dinner, so I think that like after we get some like nice clothes, we have to go out for like fancy supper. Like Subway. Yeah. Oh, maybe Quiznos. Quiznos. Oh, Quiznos is a fancy one. I like Zach's. You can't can't pick what's on your sub there. They just tell you. What's that fire truck one? I like that one. Firehouse. Firehouse Uh, I've never been there either. Firehouse subs, yeah. Hey, Tim, you've got a story about that one, right? Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. I went there to try it because they've opened up like six fast food restaurants right near the uh, the gym in the same parking lot, the sons of bitches. But uh, <laughs> I try them as they open up and I went in there. It was really expensive. It was close to $20 for a foot long sub. I'm like, that's, that's really oh good. God. Yeah. But they employ... Uh, you should cut this part out. Don't, don't put crayons in there. $20. It was going to be $20. They're really good. I think they're really good. I really like them. It's just the only thing that pisses me off is that I'm so used to Subway. I can't pick my toppings. It like frustrates me. Like, what the fuck's going on back there? Why like why can't I see what the fuck you guys are doing? Like, what is? They have like a shield up. And yeah, they have like, like a shield. There's like a ball. Got it. You get what You're you like- get. And you shut the fuck up. Well, you ask them. You're like, "What's on it?" And they're just like, "It's on. It's all the board." And then they just put everything on it. I'm like, "But I don't. Huh. I don't want them." Like, how about we all take a trip to London? How about that? Well, we all go. I'm in. To London. All if we're all still alive in the summer. Hopefully, we are all are. Why are we all dying? Uh, I don't know. I had this dream that there was a meteorite coming and hitting Earth. NASA it, would. Us. I feel like it just would be- like in the dream. It was just like there. Well, like I did. Like it looked like a meteorite. I don't know. It was weird. It kept like. Like it's kind of never came. Like it was just like hanging. In the sun. <laughs> like I didn't finish the dream. You know what I mean? Like I didn't see the the ending. And then Molly woke up. We'll uh we'll look later on into the the internet and see what kind of meteorites meanings in dreams. Oh, so we'll ask it's Maya to do the tarot. Oh. Exactly. Uh. Like, is there a meteor coming to Earth? Yes or no? <laughs> Welcome to this week's edition of. Bearded and bored. I'm joined by three of what's looking like the regulars for this show. Samaya. Hello. Zach. Hey. And new to the network, Mo. Hola. How's it going, folks? Hi. You stole Samaya's hola, and that makes me yeah, so happy. That was, that was what I was say. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> Am I being replaced? Uh. Well, there's talk of Zach moving back to Ottawa. But uh, in Ottawa news uh, recently, they are shutting down a landmark, an institution, a McDonald's that's been open since like 1975. And apparently this is a big deal, which all of you guys knew about, which kind of part of the reason I'm not really pumped Zach's moving back is that more people in Ottawa means like I'm always on the outside of this club. But (laughs) <laughs> it's the Rito Street McDonald's is closing down, and apparently this place is fucking legendary. I was wondering if you guys had heard about it. Been there. Oh yeah. Yeah. We all eaten there. Yeah. 
Apparently, okay, so I was doing some digging on this McDonald's, and the owner, or the manager, sorry, at the time, where all this chaos, he said, because someone's like, oh, what would you, like, would you ever eat there yourself? And he says that it's actually one of the cleanest McDonald's, because they have staff constantly cleaning it because of all the homeless people that come in and, like, all this shit. Shit on the floor. It always yeah, it's always clean. That McDonald's yeah. is super clean. He's like, I wouldn't eat at the one on Elgin, but he's like, that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that one's just the people. Where is the Rideau Street McDonald's for all of us that are outsiders to your little club? So it's on Rideau Street. <laughs> Beside Chapters, isn't it? Yeah, it's like near the Chapters. Just, Across like from Fairfax. Oh, that's really dark and dingy, and it's just on that one little area. Give me yeah, a good it, from Bearfax? No, it's not across from Bearfax. It's across oh. like, from the parking lot. Remember, it's it's in that little like uh, the bay entrance, and then there's the McDonald. Yeah. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But like, give me not a landmark. Good. What's near there? Is this like a bar area of uh, Ottawa? Okay. The What's the Byward Market? It's the market that's bywardly. You have the Rito Center, and then you have the Westin, and then there's like when you go up the street, there's like the chapters, and it's like there. Okay. Yeah. And the Byward Market is like a downtown. Um, in the summer times, they make them like instead of streets, they put out vendors and stuff. So there's lots of markets. It's got a lot of. Well, I think we went there for buffet. We've had a gone there Maybe. with you to the buffet there at the Tucker's Market. Which has moved and now is across the street. We just do a lot of drugs and never leave the house, Zach. We know how it goes. We always talk about leaving. I think we got out like twice. It's so funny because I've been to all of these places. (laughs) I just never took you. (laughs) Are you ashamed of me? No, we should. I, I took it for granted. I come back and I'm going to hit them all up. But like that's a big bar area of town too, right? Like it's just... One after the I mean, other. It used kind of to be thing. the most happening spot, but I think because COVID, downtown's kind of taken a little bit of a dive. No, downtown is busy. I went downtown two Saturdays in a row these past couple weeks. Oh my God, and it's so busy down there. Yeah, go there on a Wednesday. Well, yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's Ottawa. Nobody there. <laughs> it is weird to see There's you come into your, your own as a drinker, Samaya. I never thought of you as uh, having more than like two or three. Now you've gone out two oh, Saturdays I, I, in a I, row? I was in and out. Like, we got there at 8, and we left by 11. Like, we were there for a dinner. <laughs> at, like, 30, I was, like, looking at my watch. I was like, I'm so tired. All before midnight. <laughs> yeah. Take my bill and the meal at the same time. Please. Thank you. Yeah, literally. Like, can I just pay for it now? Meal and bill. Let's go wait in my car. <laughs> yeah. I'll just wait in my car. By the way, I have a light counter going. We're at 14, just an FYI. Oh, nice. A what? A like counter. Do we sound like Valley Girls to you is what you're saying? Like the word like? Like, 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 like. 15 something seconds. Who's the biggest offender? For sure, (laughs) Samaya. She was describing the Byward Market, like where it was. She just said like seven times. (laughs) Weston, like, 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 Byward Market. (laughs) <laughs> I like this. We're all going to improve as people if we keep the like counter going. Um, so there's a bunch of really notable things to happen at this Ottawa from like the fuck, 
I'm going to edit that one out <laughs> from the research that I was doing. Uh, in 2019, Ottawa's then police chief, Charles Bordeaux, <laughs> went so far as to send a letter to McDonald's Canada executives about the ongoing criminal activity and social disorder at the location, resulting in the Rideau Street McDonald's reducing its hours of operation. Yeah. It used to be like, a, I think it's like it used to be a 24 hours McDonald's and it's not anymore. Yeah. Um, and now they close at like 3 a.m. or something after the raccoon, the raccoon incident. The raccoon incident. What? Yeah. Just say yeah. that. Was... <laughs> so what happened was, this is very famous in Ottawa. So what happened was there was like a group of people. It was like 2 a.m. at the McDonald's. And this guy pulls out his jacket, pulls out a raccoon from his jacket and just like th- holds it up in the air and just starts like threatening people with it. And it was just like a whole chaotic event. <laughs> Did you and see so- the video? Yeah, I've seen the video. It's so good. <laughs> I uh, a video. I actually the, watched the video. They don't make the they don't make the rac- raccoon um, prominent at all. Like it, they just sort of are filming this fight, and they like catch in the corner of the eye this guy. That's pulls a, yeah. a raccoon out of his <laughs> thing and he's holding it up <laughs> and he's like talking to himself with this raccoon at mcdonald's it looks like at one point he's trying to give him a drink out yeah. of the like push fountain <laughs> the actual fight itself is so fucking amazing i was watching that video and it's like three different fights start and stop and like people are just hammering each other there's drunk people around there's a couple of guys that are obviously just way too intoxicated and they'll like look over and see a fight happening and then turn back towards waiting in line patiently and politely because they just want their food like it's like this huge chaotic mosaic of things happening and like as it like doesn't look like it's not gonna stop the guy pulls out the raccoon and he walks to him and then there's just everybody breaks down laughs and he's like this motherfucker's got a raccoon a motherfucking raccoon <laughs> and then she just dies and everyone goes back to being normal after punching <laughs> each other in the face. <laughs> the best part like, yeah. that wasn't even the first time this has happened at that McDonald's. Like people I've seen videos of people pulling out ferrets. I've seen people I saw a guy with a bird like cleanest <laughs> McDonald's in Canada. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. So there are people hiding animals in their jackets. Like, was that a thing? That like I a... was downtown once. This guy was pulled out a rat out of his jacket. He's like, "Do you want to see my rat?" And I was like, "No, I'm okay." <laughs> You're lucky it was a rat. I thought that I was going to end with his penis. The calls, the police calls, have actually gone down to only 150 times in a year to this one location. In 20- they held the record though eh? like of most they had the most police calls in all of ottawa yeah was that location 800 calls in 2018 that's crazy i I heard that there was a designated um unit police service in ottawa that was just assigned to that rito mcdonald's because of how many calls they got that they just put a dispatch strictly on that mcdonald's oh my god once an hour they would have to do a patrol it was like once an hour they have to come by (laughs) oh my god and like that's just due to the alcoholism the homeless people like that mix like fights breaking out and everything my favorite is that it's called they call it the nine nine it's called because of a location it's like nine nine oh that's awesome and i sort of i just wanted to know i'm like does the staff ever call it like brooklyn nine nine and just go nine nine (laughs) (laughs) because i would fully do that 
while they pulled the raccoons out yeah they said some people work there just for the thrill of it like i could see that yeah. like i'm going just, to work tonight <laughs> for fun? uh well I, actually that's something that got brought up is uh somebody sent to the chat a reddit from the 99 rito manager an old mcdonald's manager there and like some of the stuff that she said was bad shit insane um because oftentimes they get stuff thrown back at them and they said the worst thing in the world was uh poutine because poutine. <laughs> it was hot and it sticks to you burns yeah they're also i read on that chat too like the manager was saying um that that rito mcdonald's was the exception to the rule and like because they called corporate a million times and corporate was like listen you guys are the exception so what it is, is, if you go to any other McDonald's location, you say, hey, you forgot my fries, or hey, you forgot this, they're obligated to just give it to you. Yeah. But with this McDonald's, you, you can't. It's basically the, the customer's proven guilty, or sorry, the customer's guilty until proven, like, right. Oh, my God. <laughs> the amount of that lie in the whole world that come in, and they're just like, you're the exception, so don't trust anybody who comes in and says, you forgot. That's a good mindset. Everyone's it's trying fun. to rip us off. <laughs> yeah, that's literally it. Well, and like a lot of people banging in the bathrooms, but time and again, she mentions that there was just countless incidents of people pooping on the floor. Yeah, I read that. That's wild. Did you, did you read the one of the guy who pooped beside the couple having sex outside of the bathrooms? Yes. <laughs> uh, that's crazy. Oh, yeah. I, I wish I had time to read it because it's so good, but it might be just a little bit too long. I um I saw this one, so it basically says so this one guy asked, How many people would you estimate dropped and po- popped a squat in the store and just like pooped on an, an on an annual basis? The manager said too many to count. There was one incident where we caught the lady mid poop and we made her clean it up. She cried and cried and her friends came and laughed at her. Obviously, she was really drunk. We really have no authority to force people to clean up their own feces, but she went along with it for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's a little oh hilarious. My God. What I also like about that Rito is they play um, classical music. And, and so if you've ever been in there, they just constantly play classical music. And somebody in the Reddit chat asked, like, why do you guys play classical music? And it says it's because it's scientifically proven to drive teenagers out because teenagers don't like classical music and they don't want teenagers loitering around. So they just <laughs> like Mozart and everything, just playing so that way the teenagers don't stay. That's amazing. So it felt more mafia-like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of sad to see that Rito close. Like, it's been fun. It's been just funny to look like hear people's stories and encounters there but like it's not safe and like the guy even said on the or the girl said on the reddit chat like the safest times to go are like lunch rush and they're like i wouldn't go anytime between like 9 p.m and like 3 a.m <laughs> <laughs> yeah they said like four to six was the worst time yeah so yeah. Like... yeah well they were saying that one even with all of its problems was so highly profitable as wisely they... it was uh it was the highest profiting mcdonald's i think in ottawa wow or something ridiculous like ontario it was something crazy i forget what it was but it was like the highest profiting mcdonald's and they're closing it uh on yelp there's 30 reviews it has a one and a half star rating uh most people mention the food actually being pretty good like you mentioned and uh you just have to be prepared for the ambiance of you might get stabbed (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
like a lot of er- shout outs about the early 2000s where people it was like basically a drug market where they would lay out weed on the tables and scales and people would just walk in and come and grab what they wanted yeah there's also apparently an incident in the early like 2000s where this old lady was like sitting there or something and she was there for a really long time and the managers came and told her like you need to you need to leave like you've been here for three hours like you have to go and she looked at them like straight in the face. She's like, "If I get up, I will shit." <laughs> and like, like, she just like couldn't stand up, or she was gonna poop her pants. By that point, you need help. <laughs> yeah, that's attic in a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. You, you got to imagine for like at least an hour and a half after she ate her meals, she's just sitting there dealing with the fact of like, "What do I do?" Like, yeah. <laughs> there's no way what for me do? to scoot to the washroom. Do I just run? (laughs) (laughs) The math is not adding up on you. Hold my butt cheeks together, and we're gonna make it through this. If I get up, I will shit. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Uh, And to close out our our discussion about the the nine nine, I love that Uh, Clonosaurus Rex wrote a uh, obituary for this McDonald's. Oh my god. R.I.P. Rito Street McDonald's. We as a community always knew you as arguably one of the most colorful spots in town. We as a city witnessed a massive brawl with random people jumping in and out of nowhere, including a hobo swinging a raccoon around and thought, that actually makes sense for this location. (laughs) My first memory of you is when I was eight. My scout match master purchased ice cream for us there. We witnessed a man tornado kick another in the face when we were right outside. When my scout master yelled at them to quit it, the buddy told us, don't get involved. It's family. <laughs> Eight-year-old me was shocked, but reflecting back on it now, all I can think is, nah, that checks out. In high school, I used to buy my weed there. From the moment you would enter, some guy would just be openly weighing his dime bags with weed all over the table on his digital scale. I vividly recall paying $10 to a dealer who was immediately arrested by a cop afterwards, and I'm not sure my sphincter has recovered since then. When a female drug dealer clearly gave me less than a gram for my $10, stupid 15-year-old me did not care, as she pulled the dime bag from her bra and she was attractive. None of that seemed out of place there. Aw, that's sweet. That's funny. Memories. Yeah. Core memories. In university, I used to try to sober up in that place after getting catastrophically drunk in the market. Catching the occasional fight between drunken hooligans waiting to grab a 95 to Bell's Corner and sometimes entertained by the manager, an absolute tank of a woman, as she would scream and threaten the underage drunk girls who were trying to pick fights with everyone. It was there that a misunderstanding led to me to give my phone number to someone I thought wanted to be friends, only to figure out he actually wanted to have sex with me. Even in my adult years, I could always count on being entertained there, my boot occasionally stepping onto a toilet paper all over the floor, and on one occasion, a blood puddle, 
at 5 p.m. <laughs> Rest in Legends, hive of colorful Canadian trashiness, just a half block down from one of the country's most expensive condominium complexes and one of the world's <laughs> most iconic hotels. You will be missed. Yeah. But your legends will live on, even if that raccoon is probably long dead and possibly ended his journey in the life of that freezer there. That's beautiful. That's, so that's really nice. But apparently the raccoon is alive. There is a theory going around. The guy who brought in the raccoon had a family of them. Mm -hmm. um, he like he like bred them outside the McDonald's, and that's why he just like had one in his pocket. Um, and the theory is that he moved to Toronto with all the raccoons. So, raccoons could still be there. That's a great theory, but how did he get the raccoons to Toronto? That's a long hobo journey. You know what? Hobos know each other. I feel like, I don't know, maybe he like, maybe he sold one of them for like a car share ride. Who knows? <laughs> what a journey that car share ride would have been. Yeah. <laughs> Me and three raccoons are going to Toronto. That poem was so funny. Just to think about how it is literally next to one of the nicest hotels in Ottawa, the Westin. If you walk... No, I think they mean, like, the Chateau Laurier. Oh, it's also near the Westin, so I don't know. Oh, yeah. a really nice hotel. But yeah, the Chateau makes sense. I, so I was looking into it to find out what's the next worst McDonald's, and a lot of people say Queen and Spadina in Toronto. And for oh, yeah. years, they've even Toronto people acknowledge how bad theirs is was always less than whatever the 9-9 nine -nine was. There. Uh, there was one customer review. I think I got this off of Google Reviews or Yelp for the Queen and Spadina one. Mr. Shivitz uh, writes, I once came here after a night of bar hopping and was able to get them to blend a hamburger patty into my McFlurry to complete a dare they obliged without so much as a blinking yeah. that... <laughs> i love people like that who are like i don't give a fool <laughs> yeah i'll do that for you yeah, yeah. that would be I'm like, i don't care sure there's no upcharge you were just doing this oh my god it's the best i love people who don't care about their jobs like that Ugh. good for them well talking about that stuff made me start thinking about um like the local crazies in Belleville. Like we have Slasher Paul, Pylon, mm -hmm. uh, no, sorry, Slasher Pam and Pylon Paul. I'm, I mix them up. Oh, do you want me to Is take Slasher that from the Is Slasher Pam the Queen of England? What's that? Is Slasher Pam the Queen, Queen of England girl? Oh, is that her? What's, yeah, okay. I haven't heard this. Um, if it's the same person, she used to come into the convenience store all the time and attic work there and like a couple times when I was there yeah. and she would tell that she's the queen of England, how her son just dropped her off here. She's on her way to a castle and like would give us the most elaborate story. Like I'm talking, there was details of like, and then she would show us her ring and be like, yeah, uh, Prince Charles gave me this ring. We're like, cool. She's like, this is a real diamond. And we're like, cool. Oh and like, God. she would just go off. For like 20 minutes and then buy a pack of cigarettes and leave and we're like bye pam <laughs> <laughs> and then she'd come back and do it again yeah she would just i think she would forget come back like a week later and then just tell us another story about how she was in england and i don't know had all these people like serve her and stuff like it was intense 
That's crazy. Well, it is, I loved it. It was great. Oh, yeah. I just, I feel for Pam and Paul because like, since we were little kids, they've been around in this town. Like they're basically an institution. He would go around with a shopping cart and set up his pylons and then like clean parking spots in Balvo, like along the street. Yeah. Oh, Paul. Yeah. There's Um, some famous like homeless people in Ottawa. There's this one girl who I've seen multiple times. And she used to yell at us when we were, I remember being outside, there's like a Lone Star downtown. And if you sit outside, she kind of frequents that area and like the servers have to come and like shoo her away with a broom, <laughs> basically to be like, get the fuck out. <laughs> and I remember, I remember once I was driving downtown and I'm driving and I see her at the light and my windows like cracked like a tiny bit. I don't open it all the way because I'm terrified. So I have like open a little bit and she was like, do you have any spare change? Like, I'm really hungry. And I was like, no, sorry, like, I actually did. And I usually do give money to people. But I was like, no, sorry, I don't. She's like, fuck you, you fucking bitch. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> she was really aggressive about it. I was like, no. <laughs> oh, my God. I wanted money. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry, lady. Yeah. I, I'm not used to the homelessness. Uh, but it's getting bad down here. I walked oh, yeah? to Front Street. And there's just people everywhere in the little alcoves of all the businesses after about 11, 12 o'clock at night. Um, there's a couple of homeless camps in town now. It's just, it's so unfamiliar to me, but I think you guys have to deal with that a little bit more often up in Ottawa. Eh? There's quite a bit of them. Um, I see them all the time, like, especially because I work downtown. There's always, oh my God, the other day, this is like a month ago before the snow started, two months ago. We're walking down on Elgin, and me and my coworkers are walking, and there's this guy sitting, and this other guy sitting, mm-hmm. on like just on their like wheelchairs, and the guy fully has his like penis out, and he's just peeing on the sidewalk, like fully, and the other guy's beside him drinking a beer, and we're like walking past him, and we just like we're like walking like this, and we go split skirt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just hop over the stream. Oh, just gonna sneak above you. <laughs> And so we all walked away, and like nobody said anything for the first like ten seconds, and then we all just looked at each other. And we're like, "Did he have a stick out?" Oh my god, Zach, you killed me with that. That's the most Canadian response. Like, fucking, you hear it in the grocery store? Just, oh, just gonna sneak around, you bud. <laughs> oh, just gonna, gonna sneak past you. Sorry. I wish we were lying. We're just like, oh, sorry. Like, we apologize. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to interrupt. Sorry to get it. Powerful stream. that off for us. (laughs) It was was bad. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, So, in 2015, two kids had to apologize uh, because they dressed up for Halloween as Pylon Paul and Slasher Pam. I saw the, the photo of it. It was hilarious. Who they have to apologize to? Who called them out? I don't know. I guess, like, there was a big Facebook reaction to it. Uh, like, there was their Halloween costumes or whatever. And I'm like, all right. Like, probably in poor taste or whatever. Like, you probably shouldn't make fun of the people having mental illness that are living on the street. But also, you're not opening your homes to these people. It's like... Yeah. How dare you dress up as them? But we're not going to help them. But don't you dress up as them. 
I don't want them in my neighborhood, but that's very rude of you. Yeah. Paul is Paul's not homeless. Paul's not homeless? Oh. Good for him. Why is she called Slasher Pam? I I've always assumed that she's like she's cut people. Um Mm. but I do have a poem written by Larry A. Tillander about slasher pam there's actually a couple of songs also on soundcloud from local belleville artists about slasher pam does she know she's famous like i just want to be like pam this is you you are the queen of england uh slasher pam it was a time that someone wrote of it's sorry i'm gonna start that over again it's time that someone wrote of pam i guess that someone's me That wild girl on the street, she'll soon be history. Mid-twenties nearing eighty, for her battle's nearly done. Running, always running, in a race that can't be won. Wow, that was a lot darker. I should have previewed that before. (laughs) Halfway through, I'm like, I hope we cut all of this out. This is uncomfortable now. (laughs) Yeah. We're just trying to have a fun conversation about homeless people, not pedophilic runaway crack whores. Jesus. That just got really bad. Does this person know Pam? (laughs) What were we talking about before that? (laughs) Lord Coven's journalist on YouTube. Journalist is misspelt, and even I can tell that. But uh, he just sets up, like, cameras and videotapes uh, Pam and the other, like, crackheads breaking into the crack houses in his area. Shit. Is that legal? You just, like, videotape people? If they're in public, you can. There's a presumption that you always are being videotaped. Speaking of videotapes, do you know that Ottawa has just, like, I'm sure Belleville has this, too. Just, like, a list of, like, traffic cams you can look at online. There's an app I used to use because I would... When I was driving from Orleans to Stittsville every day, I checked the highways in the morning because the yeah, radio so lives never right. After the snowstorm, I'm like, let me see how bad the highways are. And I just checked several like intersections of the highway to see how bad they were. It's crazy. And it updates like live. Every 10 seconds or something, it's a new it's image. Insane. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's cool. It is really cool. I have, the, I have the website saved on my phone now. I just like to check it now just every so often to see what traffic is like. It was an app like 10, five years ago. So technically, if we were all in Ottawa and we drove, we could like hang out the side of the car and like wave at the camera yep. and then screenshot the photo from the app. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It, 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 I think it cycles like every ten seconds, so you'd have to make sure your timing was good. But yeah, yeah, you could. If all three of us took a car and just went like back to back, I one of us would get in there. Oh, sure, for sure. And have somebody just keep refreshing and see what happens. I uh, I think we should move on to something else. The last thing I have about any of this like local stuff, because I couldn't find any good rant and raves for any of our areas, at least the, yeah. the ones that you couldn't just join for free. Or, Canada has the best. Yeah. Uh, the dirty... I think, okay, you can... Sorry, sorry. No. Oh, I'll just get through this, and then you can tell us that. Uh, the dirty.com, it was delisted by Google because it is just... It's fucking horrible. It's adults bullying adults. And there's just post after post about this person is a drug whore and a dirty piece of shit. And this person doesn't take care of his kids. And it's like just full of posts. The problem with the dirty too is like anybody can post on it and it's anonymous. 
So, like, I can post something about Zach and be like, he has STDs, blah, 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 all of this shit, and he can't get it taken down because the website won't take it down. You know about the dirty? I know about it only because I can't tell you this on the podcast. I'll tell you why I know about it later. But I know about it for a certain reason. And, yeah, he can't get it taken. Like, you can't get your information taken down. No friggin' way. Like, so if you're on there, you're on there. Like, it sucks. And it's public to everyone. You've got AIDS. Not HIV, but full AIDS. That's from um, Family Guy, right? Uh, What else is on our list? Uh, How do I get seamlessly into this? Samaya. Well, I guess for everybody. Kind of announcing the return of the Midnight Owl. Mo and I are rebooting it. Pretty excited. (laughs) That's exciting. I know we were. I've been watching a bunch of conspiracy videos, uh, getting prepped for the the moon landing one. I, I don't know. I, I've watched one too many on the conspiracy side, and I'm like, there's no way that fucking flag can just flap. That doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. And the studio lighting, and this is all. Oh, oh, it's so good. Um. I'm I'm really excited for that episode, but I wanted to bring it to the group here. If there's any uh, conspiracies you guys want us to to look into along the way, but uh, what was I gonna say? Mo, you fucking knocked it out of the park on that first episode, buddy. I'm thinking once we get like a little used to whatever format we're doing, you might have to be the lead on that show. You were good. It does not work for me. Thank you. I really had a good time. Um, if you but do not bring a conspiracy theory like birds aren't real. That's not a conspiracy theory. That's that's not real. It's just some we have a whole like mass hysteria. Birds are real. Sorry. We have a whole podcast on that already. Mm. Oh, do you guys? You guys already have one. I gotta yeah. listen to that one. <laughs> that you kid know, is I, a genius. I thought you were. I thought you were attacking them. <laughs> the fucking birds aren't real episode. It's so good. Yeah. The kid is a comic genius. He should be remembered for a hundred years for what he did. Making fun of the whole fake news situation by saying something so fucking absurd and then having people rally around it. It's insane. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's, I told you, it's mass hysteria is what it is. It's like this, like, it's like um, I don't know. It's it's like in the air, people just become like they breathe it, and then they're like, "Yep, yeah, fucking bird. They're mechanical. Like <laughs> they're not mechanical." People just talking? look for excitement in their lives, and then they find yeah. a little bit of it, and they're like, "Yeah." I know. Also, where did this whole thing start again? What state? I don't know. Not off the Texas. top of my head. Okay, um, cut that up. Go to the website, though. The website's fantastically written. I wonder what conspiracy theory I innately believe, but don't even think of it as a conspiracy. Like, there's got to be something like someone will point out to me, and I'm like, no, that's not real. That's obviously fake. Mattress places are money laundering fronts. Yeah. Okay, you mentioned this in the chat, and I don't fully understand even after reading the Snopes article. What the heck are you talking about? Yeah, what are you talking about? So the thing with mattress stores is there are so many of them, okay? So this is where the theory comes from. There's so many of them. There's like 30 within like a fucking 10-kilometer radius of me. 
nobody's ever in them. Think about it. I've, I've been into like, I had to actually buy a mattress and everyone was so confused when I walked in. It's just they've never sold a mattress before because I'm like, oh, I'm here to look for whatever a queen. And they're just like, okay, like looking at me like I'm a psycho. <laughs> like, I don't have any money to launder. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what they ask. <laughs> and launder money on the queen size mattress. Yeah. And I'm not talking about like, I'm not talking about like the brick and Leon's. Like, I'm sure they have their own money laundering front. Like, I'm sure those are legit. <laughs> but I'm talking, Jesus. Like, no, part, like, that place. Part, that place outside it's the old barn outside of bayside by your house where you grew up yeah that I, went, I went there once the mattresses were stacked up against the thing there were none on yeah. display and the guy's like uh hey and then my mom had to leave go get cash and then come back to pay oh my god yeah because nobody literally nobody's ever in there and when you walk in they're so confused as to why you're there it's a money laundering front. Everyone in there is just there to, to whatever, however. But I mean, you think these criminal gangs would like, hey, like, I know this is a money, but can we not make it look like a money laundering front? Can you at least learn about mattresses or what? like have a couple of them in, in on display? It's just you walk in and it's just an empty room like, with a salesman. <laughs> like, <it was> gonna... <laughs> Remember your brother, Abdul, lived on top of like, what was it? A laundromat. And he talked about how one day he was he was just like he heard a bunch of noise outside and it was like ten o'clock at night and he like looks outside his window and like five black escalates pull up in front of hit the laundry. Why they gotta be black? Yeah, why they gotta be black? But anyways, pull pull out (laughs) and these guys, these big Asian men in suits, all come out of the black escalates, go into the laundromat, and like in there for like 20 minutes and then they just all get out and leave in their cars and he was like what the fuck and like he said he walked by there the next day just to like look inside and like it was empty like there was one person sitting there like nobody's ever in there yeah yeah i mean they're definitely laundering something in there because it's (laughs) a laundry mat oh (laughs) that's where the term came from i think i think so yes that's exactly where it came from well it is kind of curious like 30 30 stores in a small area it's not like mattresses get used up all that often. Exactly. Like, How many do you fucking need? Okay, let's do some math. Can we do some math, Tim? Quick let's math. Do some math. Like rough. Like rough estimate. Like roughing it. Like yeah. rough riders in. Okay, so let's just estimate. There's a million people in Ottawa. Mm-hmm. Okay. A million people in Ottawa. Let's say they replace their mattress. And on average, a million people replace their average maybe let's say an average three times in a lifetime let's just say that sounds pathetic but yeah probably three times i mean i don't know that's just I'm i had, had my mattress for actually i didn't want to admit it it was gross never mind i'm not like i'm on i'm on four <laughs> so i'm 30 something on four yeah right i had one as a kid a baby whatever i'm on four so I'll probably in the five let's just say four then for shits and giggles i'm on like four million mattresses <laughs> yeah Four million mattresses in Ottawa. Yeah, like you but, gotta have the stores, and <laughs> like, like I mean, thirty that, is not a outrageous number. Yeah, but it's not like you see mattresses on the like the seat on the side but of the streets or anything. Like you, you probably get a mattress what once every fifteen years, maybe. Yeah. Like that seems. And like you need that many of them, 
and most people don't even i've never heard anyone who bought a mattress from like these third-party mattress places like people you're going to like leon's and the brick and shit or online yeah or online online. amazon like i bought mine from third party you what i bought mine from a third party mattress. you know a guy you know a guy no it was the only place that sold a gluten-free mattress (laughs) a gluten-free mattress is that a thing no, it's organic. It, <laughs> no, okay. um, the uh, yeah, I could see yeah. a few of those stores actually being for rich people to take a loss a year over year, so that they can yeah. get the tax awesome. breaks. Like a carpet store, I imagine is quite the same because, like, how often are people buying a large carpet for their house? Are there carpet stores? I've never seen one. Oh, yeah, there's carpet stores. But just think, let's go back to the mattress store theory for a yeah. second. Just think about it. It's a million mattresses. The average cost of a mattress at a store is probably around $1,000. Yep. Okay. Yep. Let's just say 1000 That's on the cheap end. A million times 1000 is how much? You think the turnover is that high? One-fourth of people in, in Ottawa are buying a mattress every year, though? No. No. You're I buying a mattress of one. There's a million mattresses. Uh, or five million mattresses are being sold. Like let's say for every person, he's getting five mattresses a lifetime. A lifetime, okay. A lifetime. So take that average average a life of a person. Let's say seventy five years. Mm-hmm. So five million mattresses, right? For Ottawa divided by seventy five. <laughs> How many mattresses a year? Let's just say so five million. I'm doing my math right now. I got my. my you doing math because I lost count. How many five people million. are in Ottawa? A million. What's the population of Ottawa, Ontario? In 2020, the population of Ottawa was 1.03 million people. 1.03 million. Well, no, but then I left, so subtract one. 1.03. <laughs> and then COVID and the vaccines killing off all the innocent people. So, let's say the average lifespan is 75 years, just for easy numbers, right? That's 66,000 mattresses are being sold a year over for 75 years to hit 5 million. 66,000 mattresses at the average of $1,000 a mattress. Guess what's the sales in Ottawa only? $66 million in mattress sales a year. Think about that. 66. Yeah, there's going to be fucking a ton of them. It's a huge industry. Okay, but hear me out. <laughs> Even out of a million people, imagining that 66,000 mattresses get sold is bonkers to me. That doesn't seem right. There's no lie. No, I don't think so. Also, there's never anybody in the mattress stores. Yeah, you you buy three mattresses a day. It's five grand. Like, that's five grand. Nine mattress stores over the course of like four or five days. And literally, it was me and maybe one other person in there the whole time. Yeah, it's just, you know, you also no, went on. It's a money laundering front. Nobody knows what they're doing, minus the brick and Maybe. I don't think you could even average three mattresses like a day. What's like a good day for a mattress guy? And like, what's a bad day? Because like, I imagine you go a week without selling a mattress. Like, a good yeah. day, maybe like somebody moves to town, you sell three? What? That, that one's not going to make your nut for the, the month. Think- That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, there I has think- to be something else. There's no way these people are making rent. We'll look forward Especially to a Midnight the- Owl episode. We'll bring some eye on, do some more research, and we'll confront yeah. Mo with the statistics and a business plan on how we're going to launder money. 
at a <laughs> mattress store. I did not have mattresses. And I'm going to wear one of those like hats with the green <laughs> little green visor. Green visor, yeah. All right, we just came up to an hour, so we can start closing out the episode. If uh, there's nothing else we want to talk about, Samaya, do you want to give us uh, another round of tarot reading? I do, but I also want to tell you about my quote-unquote resolution. Oh, yeah. You said goal. You said goal. It is a goal. It is. So I go through phases. I think it's my undiagnosed ADHD that Mo also has. But I go through hyperfixation. <laughs> you do have ADHD. Ask anybody. I have ADD, not ADHD. I'm not hyper trying to rub your anyways. Oh, sorry, ADD. Whatever. I have. I, I don't know which one I have. The point is, I'm diagnosed. Second of all, so I go through hyperfixation phases where I'll like hyperfixate on something. So at one point it was watercoloring. I think we talked about this, and I spent a lot of money on watercoloring, and then just like did it once, and I was like, this is stupid. I'm not good at this. <laughs> <laughs> Another part of it was knitting. I did half a blanket, never finished it. You know what I mean? Like, I get excited about things quickly. My new hyperfixation I did today, I decided, you know the movie um, Julia Child's, whatever it is, where the girl cooks her way through Julia Child's cookbook? Uh, Julia and Julia, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I want to do something yeah. like that because I'm not trying to, you know, make a four-course meal. So I bought this. Hold on. Guy Fieri's <laughs> dessert <laughs> menu. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's great. Don Oliver's one pot, um. one pan dinners. <laughs> you live with two other people, and you're gonna go and cook for yourself? Not gonna make everything? I'll cook. No, I'll make food for them too. They're they're one pan meals. It doesn't mean it's for one person. <laughs> it's three pages. Well, that's why I'm fat. Oh, is that many one pan meals? I bet you yeah. it's the same thing, just like so, different. Oh my there god, you freaking A-type. You've already put, like, stickers on the recipes that you want to hit. I also, if I show, I can't show you it on Can my you iPad, send us screenshots of those? I want to see them. I'll send you a screenshot of my iPad, too. Because you know how, like, you can, like, write notes on your iPad? So I have, like, notes of the meals I want to try and, like, the first ones I want to do and stuff. So I, like, took notes on my iPad. You have an iPad? I'm using it right You gave it to me. Oh, did I? Um... So I gave everyone, you got a, everyone got a closet of uh, tablets. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. He <laughs> had like six at one point. Uh. So anyway, my goal is to make so in 2023 is to cook this whole, make every single thing in this cookbook. Okay. Well, you're 26 days behind. I know. <laughs> I really cook 26 like, meals tomorrow. <laughs> so here's, but here's my issue. I'm also a picky eater, so like I was going through some of this, and I was like, I'm not gonna like this, so I'm not gonna make it. But I was like, does that mean I fail on my goal already? No, but those are the days you can skip. You have 26 days now. You got you can skip 26 meals. The first meal I want to make, guys, is I already I already anagrammed it or whatever. Bazilla. Make this mushroom carbonara. Oh, that looks good. Yeah. And the meals are so easy. So the reason I picked this one and not the Julia Child's book is because this, honestly, everything is so easy in this book. It's like four ingredients and there's like three steps for every meal. It's fantastic. And they're like quality meals. Listen, I love Jamie. I love her. I don't I hate him. Um, but I got to <laughs> tell you, I already hate him even more because there's no such thing as a mushroom carbonara. It's just a carbonara. I know, but I'm making it a mushroom. When you add random ingredients, it becomes a different recipe. No, it's still a carbonara. <laughs> it's just like... 
<laughs> different. What do you think? It's a mushroom carbonara. It's a mushroom, carrot, olive oil, chicken, butter, bacon carbonara. It's like, what? It's like, I mean, the same thing. <laughs> like a Caesar salad carbonara. <laughs> the Caesar salad carbonara. It's like, like you can't just carbonara. Is carbonara. I just want to note it. I'm not making fun of you, so I get some. Got you, too. I'll cook us a fancy meal after we pick out your clothes. Yeah. So anyway, that's my 2023 goal is to try and cook my way through this whole entire cookbook because I do want to get better at cooking. I am good at cooking, but I also get really lazy and won't cook for myself. If it's just me, I'll just eat like crackers. Mm-hmm. So, Or I go to Mo's house and make him feed me dinner. <laughs> so, that's a pretty good plan. I, to- I cook every day. Um, I, you just uh, First of all, I just want to point out. Can I point something out? Two things. Do it. Maybe. Thing one. Um, you just contradicted yourself. You're saying you're a great cook, but you hate cooking. So I'm just I'm just pointing that out there, and you eat. No, I said I'm a, I said I'm a decent cook. I don't hate. I just don't like cooking for just one person. But I'm trying to make myself cook because for one person, I'll just literally make chicken and potatoes because I don't care enough. Right. If I have a cookbook, do it. You can be great at something and not like it that much. Yeah. Thank you, Tim. That's true. What's your thing, too? Let's go. Uh, thing two is you have a resolution. You gave us so much shit the last podcast about <laughs> about resolutions, and you have yeah. a fucking you call it's not it a resolution. It's not a resolution. I it's don't a get a resolution. It's, it's literally. I know time doesn't exist, but if we roll back the clock, you're putting a goal for a year, starting at the beginning of the year, ending at the end of the year. Thank you. Resolution. I don't know. I don't think it's a resolution because I'm not like. I don't know. I think resolutions are more so to like change, I don't know, whatever your mindset. I'm just doing it so I can learn. Have you resolved yourself to doing this? We have. Have I what? Have you resolved that you're going to do this? Resolution. I did until I saw some of the recipes and I was like, oh, I'm actually not going to make half this cookbook. (laughs) (laughs) That's literally what people in their resolutions do. (laughs) Yeah. Welcome. I've already completed it, basically. <laughs> I gave up already. We're done. I'm going to be asking you about this on future episodes. Make you accountable. So my goal, Are you going to blog it? My goal is to cook two or three of the meals a week for it. Because I'm not going to do it every day. And I know, right? I know that. But so you should do, do it. it. Pardon? And have mom help you. Our mom would be hilarious on video. Cooking with mom you should. <laughs> Just so tell her to take one of her, one of her um, weed pills. Weed we uh, wouldn't make a million fucking dollars. I know. I, I want to do a TikTok of my dad mispronouncing English words because I keep seeing it all over TikTok of Arab dads mispronouncing things. I just have to get a list of words for him to mispronounce. So if you guys have some funny ones, feel free to send them over. Can we talk about how my mom takes three fifty milligram gummies a day? <laughs> Your mom is a fucking rock star. Oh, she's a tank. Like she's how she even alive? Fifty pounds soaking wet. Yeah, I can't we'll take a 10 start. mil, a single 10 mil without being fucked for the entire day. I took one, I drank one 10 milligram uh, THC drink from Attic. And when I tell you, I don't remember going to sleep. Like I woke up so confused. I was like, where am I? Like it was <laughs> crazy. Fuck. Me and Attic were both just passed out on the couch. I was like, what happened? I took a bite of a 10 mil. And not even finished it. And I was so fucked out of my tree when Zach was living here. He had to, like, make me a sandwich and get me some water and stuff like that because I couldn't stand up and get out of the chair. I was just <laughs> holding on to the armrest 
with the TV off, trying to like mellow the fuck out. White knuckle, yeah. <laughs> but oh all the ones God. she takes, so she's out cold. So. Oh my God. That's a... Yeah. Anyways. Anyway, I'll let you guys know how my first meal goes. Yeah, I want to see the recipes. I need some ideas. I'll send you some of the. I actually I've saved like I think ten of them so far that are like have piqued my interest. I'll send them. Can I rant about something real quick? Yes. Uh, I am livid about the fact of how hard it is to try to get a recipe online now. My God. Oh. It is so bad. Like remember ten years ago, it was the best. And now, like, there's ads. Nobody tells you how to do it or what's in it. They'll just one or the other. It's yeah. so bad. I you thought it was the only one. There's like fucking 15 minutes of paragraphs that you have to get through yeah. about like hmm, my children, Bobby and Sue. They love this. We went to the park three times last week, and just you know, it was really a good energy booster okay. for us. And like, fucking tell me what it is, man. And my are favorite. We busy. <laughs> I will say some of my favorite websites that I constantly go back to, um, they have a thing at the very top that says jump to recipe and you just click it and it'll just scroll you all the way to the recipe. That like why have all that though, you know? It's why have a workaround like, for something I've, that's shit? <laughs> I've never read it. I've never in a million years read why these pretzel buns changed your husband's life. I don't care. <laughs> 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 I don't care. I don't. Just show me how to make them so I too can be changed. Since I made these pretzel buns, my husband hasn't hit at me or cheated on me once. And I feel like our lives are better. It's a little less chaotic, so I kind of miss that. And I agree it was my fault. But um, pretzel buns. But I'm going to show you how to do it too. Oh, man. Yeah, recipes are crazy. But anyway, that's why I bought a recipe book. Birth to pretzel buns? You son of a... Well, you guys want to tear? Yeah, do it. Wants what? What what kind? And am I doing it for who? I did tarot cards for people at work today, and it was pretty spot on. But they all refused to believe it, and I was like, "You're all fucking lying," because you know this is correct. This is what our taxes go to. What what was the one we were going to ask her at the beginning? Oh, your dream about the meteorite. Will we be killed by a meteorite? Well, I mean, that's a tough question to ask. Can you just tell me why my kid doesn't sleep? Just while, <laughs> just while it's just You'll the guys. You'll have better luck with the meteorite. <laughs> well, well is setting that up and it's just us. I watched uh, You've Got Mail last night, Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks. Oh, yeah. That shit was adorable. Oh. It was real good. Oh, that's a good movie. I you remember got that. Mail. That'd be a huge crush on you had a huge crush on who? Meg Ryan. Oh, yeah. Oh, Hanks. There's a new show that apparently might be really funny for you guys. I haven't seen it. If it's on Netflix, it's called I Think You Should Leave. Um, it's, it's. But why do you want me? The writer of it, um, he submitted a bunch of sketches to SNL, and they all got um, rejected so many times, and then he just got fired, and they just created his own show. Oh, that's cool. I'm writing that got, down. What? what? I'm writing that down. I watched this this um one where this kid's a CIA lawyer. Mean and you're. How about I give Mo a love about his love life? 
meteorite mean in your dreams? Is that a question? Um, a, you should I ask Bree that question. She's good at dream stuff. She, are we about to be killed by a meteorite? Might be a more pressing one. Okay, that's a okay. That's a better way to rephrase it. I don't know what y'all are talking about. <laughs> okay. Love reading from all. Why love? I mean, I was talking meteorites. Okay. <laughs> Looks like it's dealer's choice. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, you got the king of pentacles. The king of pentacles. Alright, keep going. I've heard that about you. Uh, you got it in reverse. That means it's upside down. So, keywords are greed, materialistic, wasteful, and poor financial decisions. Those are your keywords. Oh, fun. Okay, um, let's see. When it comes to love, it means the person is stubborn and conservative and very materialistic. They may do practically anything to get their hands on more resources. So be wary of your, oh, I thought he left. So it's like I'm in the middle of it. So be wary of how you proceed with money. Um, it says on one hand, this person can seem irresponsible, but on another hand, they're very, um, they're very aware of their surroundings. Mm -hmm. They use their material as a means to control the situation and their family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what it means. What do you think? I have no idea what that meant. Are you talking about me or like the person I'm in love with? Cause no. I, is this shit? <laughs> oh, I like think it's fucking materialistic. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Who, me? Yes. What? Should we take a poll? I'll be honest. I had to... Uh, Step out for a second just because I was uh, reading up on Dream Christ, what a meteorite falling to Earth means. Okay. Uh, Do tell. It signifies certain qualities you want. This dream can also show you that you are in a situation that makes you angry or confused. These feelings cause many problems in your life. Another meaning of this dream is a warning about your need to communicate with others. Uh, under any circumstance you may be too focused on making up for something you lost and miss the great things passing in front of you if you dream of a fiery meteor um, it reflects your tendency to violate applicable regulations breaking the law this dream also shows that you need to control your life and be more proactive other interpretations speak that you may feel that people are pushing you away it can be related to social or family ties this dream also signifies that you ignore situations that rep that can represent disappointment i wonder who writes these like who evaluates dreams like how do they just like randomly like like i'll start i'm gonna start writing shit about dreams like listen yeah, if you for it. in your dream like if you're sigmund freud i'll believe you but if you're like someone's aunt Sitting there with eight <laughs> cats, and you're like, I just really feel like this is what it means. I'm, I'm probably gonna go with somebody with a bigger background. Well, oh my a... god, Mo, 
if you started a fucking TikTok where people wrote in with their dreams to you and you just off the cuff <laughs> interpret them to like that'd be the best. I'm, be I'm sorry. Uh, from what you've said, I understand that this means you're gay, like super double mega gay, and I love you. I just uh, think your dreams are trying to tell you you love the D. <laughs> you should you should probably uh the next person is like you should probably quit your job right away like no notice just just walk out of there <laughs> uh, uh, this dream me your two-year-old daughter's gonna get hit by but no it's terrible <laughs> i love this the darkness really do it uh, get a second opinion that I think this dream is telling you to never trust squirrels. Um, I don't know what that means, but I think it's important to your life. Do not trust chipmunks or squirrels. Did you hear about that? Speaking of squirrels, there is a conspiracy out there that squirrels are listening to us. Are real. Squirrels are listening to us? And then they can Google it. I don't know if it's best for my movie. It could be. My my, my reality might be You're thinking of Family Guy. Is it? We're scro- that is from Family Guy. <laughs> it's a family Guy. Get, a, get mixed in my head. Guys, but there's this theory. <laughs> it's probably for Family Guy. I realized when I said it, I'm like, uh, I think it's for Family Guy. Um, anyways, yeah. Sums, I would love a reading, but I don't know what to ask for. Mm. You want like a general reading? Sure. You are indecisive. <laughs> you got it. the indecisive card. <laughs> You're not sure which direction to take. <laughs> it's always like, <laughs> you should drink some water. Like, it's just so <laughs> a matter of fact. Things. <laughs> water is life. Drink water. <laughs> Breathe in. <laughs> you should be so- in. I did a tarot card for my friends at work today, and one of the guys I did it for, he doesn't believe in this crap at all. That's just, where our taxes go. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so, which was fine. He doesn't have to believe in it. But the tarot card basically said, like, you know, he wanted a finance one. So it said that you're financially stable. However, you're considering a really big purchase right now. And then you can see, as soon as I said that, there was, like, a flicker. And he was just, like, like questioned it for a second. I was like, oh, what is it? He's like, well, thinking about buying a new BMW. And I was like, well, there you go. I was like, see, it's right. And In like, fairness, everybody's always considering so a big purchase. <laughs> like, everyone is. Like, all of us are. He gets paid <laughs> enough to go buy a new BMW, but he's spending his time getting tarot readings on the job. Wow. Oh. Oh. Okay. Tim, you got, a, you got a King of Wands. Another Wands card. And a wands card. Mm-mm. It did go um, upside down though, so we're gonna oh, focus man. on the reversed meaning. Okay. So, when reversed, the card depicts depicts a personality which is prone to taking rash, impulsive, and hasty decisions. This person could be overbearing as well as dominating at times. Even though they rarely do it with a sense of malice, it's just, or with intention, it's just kind of who they are as a person. Um, It could represent that you have some selfishness in your life that you need to kind of clear out. Yeah. (laughs) 
This literally applies to everyone. <laughs> At work, I've been trying to calm down because I've been a little bit bossy, just trying to make sure that shit gets done. So I'm like trying to like relax a little, remember that. Well, there you go. It also says, uh, yeah, you can be pushing overbearing as well as dominant at times. Really um, hammering that home. Thank you. <laughs> into the mic. Into the mic. Pushy. Pushy. And overburdening, was it? or Overbearing. Bearing. Um, and then it so basically says that with this card in mind, it like points out kind of the weak parts of your personality. And you really have to kind of reflect on who you are as a person <laughs> in order not to break any type of... Um, any type of like leadership or anything that's there so keywords for this card as well are lack of leadership at work depending on others and overbearing it also can talk about not taking charge of your own finances and having no to little financial goals currently or currently trying to build those financial goals fair enough listen tim none of those are you man i'm telling you this whole thing's fucking scam tim, okay. i can always maybe do not I could always do How do you think, What do you think? Do you think that was no, I'm just saying that card didn't apply to you. Like, the, you know, your tarries are pretty spot on, but that one was a little. Well, our uh, assistant, our, our manager, he's leading a different team right now. So I'm a little bit. Hushy. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she stitched these in. That's crazy. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I I, All right. I can see there's room for improvement. <laughs> Not my end, you know. You know what though? Um, I I agree in the sense that like I think everybody can resonate I, with that because I could say like yeah. But if I got that in reverse, people would be like, "Oh, you're pushy and overbearing." I'm like, but I'm not though. I could care less what people do, and I and I don't tell them what to do. Except when everybody's uh, I mean, sitting there, and you need somebody to go get you a glass of water. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, it's if you go shopping by yourself. Ah, Tim, count, Tim counts favors. <laughs> oh, he's trying to fight everybody. Can you do Zach? Let's do Zach. Zach, a general as well. What are my options? Uh, general, love, career, and finance. I did career last time, and you told me I wasn't getting a promotion. Love. No, that's. That was a yes or no. Last time you did, um, last time you did general, and I remember it was like you have a really big, important decision to make in your life, and you're contemplating it. You're feeling a lot of anxiety for it. And now you're fucking moving home, and you've put in your application. Yeah. I did. And then so, they they messaged me and said it's way too early, pal. And I was like, okay, sorry. You <laughs> were like, just put me on the list. Yeah, just just trying to sneak right in there for you. Sneak right past you. You want to love reading that? Sure. Everybody seems pretty keen on that. What's his what name gonna be? <laughs> it's gonna be you like, like long and hard things. You like to stroke. <laughs> so <laughs> many like... wands. There's just wands. Uh, the wands. <laughs> Did everywhere. I pull all the wands? <laughs> I got twelve okay. wands. <laughs> what a night! <laughs> I hope you get a. I think I'm out for you, man. Yeah, that can apply to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had more wands. <laughs> oh, nothing. Oh, here you go. There's one. Oh, one fell. You got the king of cups. Hey, I have so many cups. 
We call me the king of cups around here. You guys want cup? All right. Somewhere. All right. So keywords are diplomatic, balance. Oh, sorry. Balance between head and heart, devoted, and wise. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> so in, in terms of love, it says you use your head a lot when it comes to love and not so much your heart. Um, it means you're emotionally mature and you value family. Um, what emotion? Not mine, you? but <laughs> <laughs> the one that I start, I'm going to love. I chose it. Um, I think this applies to you too. It says when emotions and tensions are high, you're usually the calm and collected person, um, and you're able to kind of be the peace between like the issue at hand and you know how it should be resolved mm -hmm. you use logic and intuition in your approach to love and your approach love practically but also with wisdom and compassion and understanding i feel like all those things are saying the same thing they're not you're just add you're just you don't have a heart you're just logical <laughs> I think you're very logical and when everyone's freaking out I feel like you're able to really just like use your own kind of calmness like if that card pulled for me I'd be like that's bullshit I'm not a calm person whatsoever but I feel like that makes sense for you I think I'm calm in the moment and then afterward it's a freak out but in the moment that's when it's that's when it's needed yeah I'm unless somebody else is calm I don't think I've ever seen you truly freak out I freaked out when I was in Hannah in 2017. It was September and we had the snowstorm and I was in that car rental and they didn't give me winter tires or a scraper and I was stuck at that cactus gas station diner for six I hours. Tell me that story. <laughs> I picked up. I remember I the <laughs> How many? Six. I was stuck in the town for two days. I couldn't get to Calgary. Uh, so the moment the road opened east, I just drove to Saskatoon and flew out of there. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. I was so like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Which is funny because Calgary is like two hours to the west. So you had to drive uh, to a different province? Northwest. Uh, yeah, I had to drive to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I pulled a card for me. Ooh, do it. Oh, what is it? I got the Empress card. Majestic. I also feel like when I'm watching you shuffle, like you're really trying to drop one. <laughs> like, what are the I, odds you drop one every time? <laughs> I was going to say, when I was doing it with Zach, I was like, oh man, I'm like, no, one You're like, oh no, I dropped the Empress guy. You're like, like, <laughs> shot for it. I pull it out of your sleeve. <laughs> yeah, she's like, like yeah. I think people, there's different ways you obviously do it. I think some people like will, sh will actually shuffle out, and it's like if you get a certain amount of cards or aces or whatever, that's like your card. Um, but I was telling my friend, I was like, I just shuffle until one comes out. He's like, so you have to be really bad at shuffling, basically, to be careful. <laughs> and I was like, wow. <laughs> okay, so my, my keywords are divine feminine, nurturing, creativity, abundance. Mm -mm. It means... Um, You're pregnant. It says you have to understand yourself so that you can attract life circumstances to bring happiness and joy. She is a signal to be kind to yourself and take care of yourself. 
Um, oh, that's funny. The Empress is also a strong indication of pregnancy and motherhood. There you go, Tim. Gross. Um, it also talks. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to get past the pregnancy part. Um, it says the person who pulls this card can be loving and nurturing and caring and have financial security and be appreciative of beautiful and comforting things. Um, yeah, that's it. It says point to love and work coming together, either with a coworker or perhaps a new business venture. That's pretty wildly different things. Either you're going to start a business or start or get pregnant. banging one of your coworkers and get pregnant. <laughs> Both are bringing things into the world. Yeah. Like Bo said, they can fit for everybody. So whichever <laughs> way I'm deciding to go. <laughs> it's 50-50 right now. Do I buy a McDonald's franchise or? Yeah. <laughs> if Buddy can afford a BMW, you could do worse. Should I buy the 9-9 or do I buy <laughs> that's awesome well i think we should probably close her out for the night um this has been bearded and board you can email us at bearded at gmail.com if you know me directly just message me on facebook it's probably the easiest way to get our attention uh again if you have any questions uh for the tarot you can uh, message me i'll pass it along to smile she can pull you some cards we'll read them on air if you have anything going on in your life that you'd rather us as a panel try to give you some advice on, uh, relationships, work, anything, we can uh, sit here and discuss it. We are not experts. Do not take our advice, but it's content, and uh, we're four years into this thing, so we kind of need it. Uh, as we exit, everybody say bye. Uh, maybe three. I don't know. It's been a while. Um as we exit, though, uh, everybody just say bye. And if you have anything that you've been really enjoying lately, throw it out there. Uh, we'll start with Mo. Um, I'm really enjoying the amount of snow I've had to shovel <laughs> in the last three weeks. Yeah. Uh, that's the most I've talked to my neighbors in, in probably since I moved to this house. <laughs> just all outside. So, um Thank you, and have a great night. Sums? Um, I'm really enjoying Criminal Minds right now. I've been binging it for days. It's my new go-to show instead of The Office constantly. I'm on season, I think, 15 out of 16 or 14 out of 15. I can't remember. I'm trying to catch up to the new season. So, yeah, that's what I've been doing as of this whole entire week. Zach? Yeah. Uh, my nephew got a puppy. Um, and it's been, we are experiencing a Chinook, so it's nice weather here. So we've been walking the dogs a lot and being outside and it's been nice. What nice. kind of dog? He got a, uh, a lab, um, collie oh, wow. mix. Send pictures. I will. He's super cute. Yeah. How's Cage oh, taking wow. to him? He, he was showing off all his toys to him. They were outside together. Cage just gets a little excited. He tries not to stomp on him, but. He just, he's gonna he's eat him. So big. <laughs> <laughs> like right. he'll try to run to like chase him or whatever, and he gets caught in his legs. And but Cage doesn't really slow down, so that's so cute. Uh, puppies are made like uh, they're so strong. You can be fine. Well, well Cage is still a puppy oh. too, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, what have I been enjoying? Uh. Vox Machina on Prime, the uh, Critical Role 
podcast turned into a cartoon. It's uh, Dungeons and Dragons kind of setting, but uh, pretty irreverent and really funny. I've uh, really been enjoying that so far. What is it called? Vox Machina. V O X. And then how to check that out. Machina. I don't know how. Um, I have an idea. Sorry, after you end this, end it so that I can tell you.